Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. It's time to talk about word number six. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. Some might say it's a matter of life or death. Let's talk about it. If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in Illinois and India. Listen out for Red Pill Torah on a radio station near you. Psalm 24, starting at verse 1, says, The earth is Yehovah's, with all that is in it, the world and those who live there. For he set its foundations on the seas and established it on the rivers. I think this is a good scripture to consider as we discuss the ten words, Mom. I agree. When it comes to our homes, we like to say that we are the king or the queen of the castle. Amen. Generally speaking, people respect one's right to make the rules in their own home and regarding their own things. When you're in someone else's house, you don't rearrange their furniture or write on their walls or plan a gathering without their approval or even eat things from their refrigerator, for example. Some people don't allow foul language or certain types of entertainment in their homes, and guests tend to show respect by adhering to the owner's wishes. Since the earth is Jehovah's, and so are we, mm-hmm. maybe we should be more careful to learn and adhere to his rules for living in his world. Nice. Our creator has revealed himself and his intentions in the Hebrew scriptures, which we know as the Bible. Now, if we want to know what his rules are for living in his world, we can look there for answers. This is one reason why we are spending so much time on the ten words. They are vital to understanding the Creator's instructions and intent for us, His creation. Amen. As I think about what you just said, my mind goes to the sixth word. Clearly, human beings have missed something when it comes to that instruction. At the time of this recording, the Ukraine and Russia are at war, Mm -hmm. and other nations are at a brink of military conflict, including Israel. The largest city next to us is an alarming example of what we see in many cities. Violent crime and bloodshed is increasing, and our local leaders seem unable to stop this trend. While the rate of assaults and non-fatal shootings is not really publicized, the rate of murders is well known. This is a statistic that Jehovah Elohim is displeased with, based on what he said in his word. The sixth word is short and to the point. It says in Exodus chapter 20, verse 13, Lo sak. The King James translates it as, Thou shalt not kill. The Hebrew word lo means no, or in this case, don't. Now let's look closer at the Hebrew word ratzak. It could be more clearly understood as meaning to murder someone. It seems to be used exclusively in the context of a person ending the life of another person. Now, the death can be caused with malice or by accident. There are instances of the scriptures using ratzak in each case. We don't see the Hebrew word ratzak used in the context of killing an animal, for example, or in the context of a military conflict. 
There are several Hebrew words that can mean to kill. The first murder happened in Genesis chapter 4, and it involved the first brothers described in the Bible. Genesis 4, starting at verse 3, says, In the course of time, Cain brought an offering to Jehovah from the produce of the soil. And Havel, or Abel, also brought the firstborn of his sheep, including their fat. Jehovah accepted Abel and his offering, but did not accept Cain and his offering. Cain was very angry, and his face fell. Jehovah said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why so downcast? If you are doing what is good, shouldn't you hold your head high? And if you don't do what is good, sin is crouching at the door. It wants you, but you can rule over it. Cain had words with his brother Abel. Then one time, when they were in the field, Cain turned on Abel his brother and killed him. Jehovah said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? And he replied, I don't know. Am I my brother's guardian? He said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood at your hands. This story has a chilling warning for people who live in areas where murder is rampant. We get a clearer picture of how serious this situation is in Deuteronomy chapter 21. Starting in verse 1, Elohim describes a situation in which a person is found dead in a field, and no one knows who killed the person. The elders of the city closest to the murder victim were to perform a ceremony in which they washed their hands and confessed that they neither killed the person nor have they seen the murderer. Picking up at verse 8, they prayed, Yehovah, forgive your people Israel, whom you redeemed. Do not allow innocent blood to be shed among your people Israel, and they will be forgiven this bloodshed. Thus you will put away the shedding of innocent blood from among you by doing what Yehovah sees as right. In both scriptures, we find a connection to the land and the shedding of blood. Elohim described Abel's blood as crying out to him from the ground. We should know that when innocent blood is shed, the Elohim of Israel is not pleased, and he looks at the people who live in the area of the murder with concern. Remember, the elders of the city closest to the murder victim had to confess before Jehovah so that they could be released from blood guilt. Do you live in an area where murders happen? If so, who's praying to Jehovah Elohim to forgive the shedding of blood in your area? Mm. The sixth word touches more than murdering someone. Ancient Jewish sages taught that a person's reputation could be murdered. They called it Lashon Hara, or evil speech about someone. Today, we call it gossip. Sometimes, we gossip and follow it with an urge to pray for the person we are gossiping about. Galatians chapter 5, starting at verse 14 says, For the whole of the Torah is summed up in this one sentence, Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you go on snapping at each other and tearing each other to pieces, watch out, or you'll be destroyed by each other. What I am saying is this, Walk in the Spirit. Then you will not do what your old nature wants to do. In the Sermon on the Mount, documented in Matthew 5, Yeshua spoke about murder. Reading from verse 21, he said, You have heard that our fathers were told, Do not murder, and that anyone who commits murder will be subject to judgment. 
But I tell you that anyone who nurses anger against his brother will be subject to judgment. That whoever calls his brother, you good for nothing, will be brought before the Sanhedrin. That whoever says fool incurs the penalty of burning in the fires of Gehenna. So, if you are offering your gift at the temple altar and you remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift where it is by the altar and go. Make peace with your brother. Then come back and offer your gift. Now, from this scripture, we see that murder is a heart problem. Mm-hmm. Yeshua wants peace between us before he wants gifts. It's all about our hearts, and we can't hide anything from Yeshua. That's right, Daddy. James chapter 4 talks about the root of murders as well. Reading from verse 1, it says, What is causing all the quarrels and fights among you? Isn't it your desires battling inside you? You desire things and don't have them. You kill and you are jealous and you still can't have them. So you fight and quarrel. The reason you don't have is that you don't pray. Or you pray and don't receive because you pray with the wrong motive, that of of wanting to indulge your own desires. Daddy, when this scripture mentions our desires, it is clearly referring to the contents of our hearts. Sometimes we simply want what we want when we want it. Some people want what they want even enough to murder for it. Mm. These types of desires and impulses should not be named among us who follow the Messiah. Sometimes we feel so certain that we were done wrong and that righteous indignation just rises up in us, you know. We just know that justice is due and we insist on delivering justice or vengeance our way. Romans 12 has a different guidance for the followers of Messiah Yeshua. Starting at verse 19, it says, Never seek vengeance, my friends. Instead, leave that to Elohim's anger. For in the Tanakh it is written, Jehovah says, Vengeance is my responsibility. I will repay. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap fiery coals of shame on his head. Do not be conquered by evil, but conquer evil with good. Daddy, we talked a lot about murder in this discussion. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about life. What would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and murder someone who offends you in your mind where no one else can know about it? Or... Would you take the red pill, reconcile, and find a way to live peaceably if it's at all possible? Only you can answer that question. Life is a wonderful gift from the Father. As long as we have it, we have opportunity to honor Him. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we do when we obey His instructions. We use the precious life that He's given us to honor Him. Everyone's life is precious in His sight. Murder destroys any good a person could have done if they were still alive. It robs us of all the potential blessings and opportunities, and it grieves our Creator's heart. Let's learn to live together. Well, that's all we have time for today. Please listen again online and share this with a friend. Join us next time when we talk about the seventh commandment, or word, from Jehovah Elohim. Thanks for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Tour, where you you can can handle handle the truth. truth.